Hello, would you like to upgrade roti and coffee providing? Go to East London, Quaker Street, Coffee and Bubble Tea. They will provide better tea and coffee providing than your current tea and coffee provider is providing. What about downgrading? If you mention the podcast name, they will downgrade your providing to 10% off. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to today's unscripted podcast by Psalm 21C. We've been looking at some of the comments and a few people have been uh, complaining how uh, overweight some of our co-hosts have been. And I thought, uh, what better person to uh, discuss this topic with now than uh, a health, uh, nutrition and uh, hijama expert, uh, Brother Ustad Ramiz Ibrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa how are you? Brother would have been fine, that's fine. Yeah, Jazakallah khair. Barakallah So, um, tell us about yourself and about your interests. Um, I started on health and nutrition basically mainly on the mental health side. Mm. So, I became a psychotherapist in 2000 and uh, kind of a long time ago, and I've been doing such a long time, alhamdulillah. But I also, at the same time, it's like people ask me, how did, how did you find hijam? How did you get into hijam? I said, hijam yeah. I found me. Mm. So it's more so that th- there was people that were talking about it at the time and not many doing it. So I just, when I first started, I started off using the uh, baby food jars and I used to get the fruit <laughs> ones because I used to like the fruit ones, especially the Hopefully apple, apple the puree. Cleaning them first. Yeah, of course. And each, <laughs> each set of six, I'd, 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 I'd allocate six jars to a person. Yeah. And then I'd go and buy another six for another person, another six for another person. So, What uh, year was this? 2003 there was wow. a, there was a gym in um uh Leibridge Road Al Badr gym at the time mm. the first islamic gym that brothers can go there all mm. men you know it's fantastic so they asked me can you do massage i said yeah i can do all that and so we asked i hired, I hired a room etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. so i left it for a while concentrated on my um uh, psychotherapy side counseling side same time i did a few people here and there but mm. i've been doing it probably enough for I could say 10 years on the yeah. trot, you know, as long as I, but I try to holistically. So people come to me for, you know, counseling, you know. So you started off with the, the psychotherapy and then you kind of, yeah. um, what you noticed Increased. people with. Uh, yeah, then I got nutri- yeah, so I got my nutrition diploma as well. Yeah. So I got that in, in nutrition, hijama and uh, psychotherapy as well. So it's, it's okay. good. I mean, hijama, great. mashallah, it's, uh, I've seen more and more. Kind of, uh, it is increasing. Yeah, pop up in yeah. different parts of town. Yeah. Um, what What is hijama for? Just if you want to introduce the, the well, hijama. Yeah. What hijama means to is sucking really, or putting something back into place, or like a balance. Mm. So the blood that comes out isn't really isn't from fresh blood. Although a few minute percentage is from your fresh blood, mm-hmm. it's mainly like heavy metals, uh, pharma drugs, yeah. uh, residual te- toxins. That's been, that's in the subcutaneous layer of the skin. So much like a river, so mm-hmm. um, I go fishing. I know Mohammed goes fishing as well. Mm-hmm. So um, you got a lot of rubbish in the river. The river flows still, mm-hmm. but it's slow. Remove the rubbish, the blockages, the yeah. stagnation, as they say, and the river flows faster to to carry nutrients mm-hmm. further into the I body. Remember during the Olympics, there was a thing that these swimmers. Yeah, Michael were, Phelps. Yeah. yeah, and there's all actors, well, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, yeah. uh, the other lady from 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 that program, Friends. I can't remember her name. Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston, yeah, she right. had it as well. But they were, they were more doing dry cupping. Yeah, as so a that's big when I kind of think it was it became a mainstream thing that people. Yeah, were now it's huge. I mean, it hasn't even started yet. Yeah. It hasn't even started yet. To be honest with you. Mm. 
So there's that that was dry cupping that just kind of brings it to the surface and then what I just kind of that's it disappears again. Yeah, disappears disappears again. Yeah. But the wet cupping, which is the sunnah, hijama removes to the toxins itself. Yeah. Okay. So, Excellent. yeah, and um, you know the, the blood like I said that comes out isn't fresh blood. It's mm. the, it's it's stagnated blood just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. Basically, my sister went through a bit of a phase a few years ago where she did like a weekend course mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, about learning how to do hijab, and then she was going around cutting everyone up right. in our family. So it's good. I didn't trust her. Yeah. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I, didn't, I let her do one like back here. Yeah. I don't know if it. If she did it clear or I whatever, mean, but the, the thing is, that's the I, I'm teaching yeah. in a couple of weeks' time as well. Yeah. So we certify courses. A lot of certified courses out there, mm. but I find that there's a lot of courses out there that are not teaching academically for the sunnah mm. in reading the hadith, etc., etc. Um, some hadith they're mentioning are fabricated, hadith mawdu' yeah. and some hadith are da'if, you know, so they're still mentioning it as if mm. it's part of the hijama uh, so methodology. So hijama is for someone who has a problem and they want, want no. to find a cure no. for that? Or is it's it for everybody that you should get it done regularly to detox your body. And how regular is regular? Well, we give, we, we, the recommendation we give is like once a month for three months. Okay. For the first three months, and after you can come monthly or every three months, every four months, the body changes its complete blood supply every four months anyway. Mm. So. so, once a month for the like first three months, I haven't had hijama maybe just once. So, I would month. advise you come for, th- for, for, three, for uh, three months in a row. Mm-hmm. So, we'll do all the sunnah points, the major points. We'll ask you to, to do your head points as well. The sunnah points, you've got a lot of sunnah points on your head. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> you. Alhamdulillah. You know, you've got a lot of points on your head that okay. should be done, you know. So what and what if you have a, an acute issue? So you got like a, I don't know blood pressure or, or leg or something. Then you do the then you do yeah. the uh, isolated uh, yeah. isolated cousin points. of mine. He he couldn't sit down for prayer during tashahud uh, for years, and he he got it done on his ankle on his knee or something, and then now he prays fine. Well, there's a restriction of the blood yeah. supply, uh, mobility restriction. Yeah. I, I also incorporate it. With the uh, adjustments or back and neck yeah. adjustments, I call it SMS, which is like um, spinal manipulation strategy. Mm. You know. So a holistic kind of yeah. Where does the nutrition fit into that for you then? The consultation in the beginning. Yeah. So our brothers yeah. come to me sometimes. Some of them are a little bit burly, mm. and I said, "But I go to the gym every day, five days a week." And I, as a joke, I said, "Well, it's not working, then, isn't it?" So there's something going on here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I said, "Yeah, but I said well, it's, it's about your diet." Yeah. You know, if you don't, people have this. It's by the this McDonald's on the way back from the yeah, gym. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or a fillet of fish. So uh, a, a, uh, um, they have this, this. Uh, how can I say? There's this subconscious understanding that I can train. I can eat what I like because I'm yeah. training. Mm. That's not the way it happens. You know, you've got to, you've got, you've got to change your lifestyle. So it's a lifestyle mm. change, not just diet, but a lifestyle change. Mm. Get more active. A lot of people are sedentary. I see a lot of young brothers who are half my age and look like my uncles. And as we laugh, but mm. it's, just, it's, it's like, so what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. You know? And it's just that you know, people have got this mentality, this cycle they haven't broken yet from their parents or from the, the, the parents' parents. And it's like work, make money, get a house, get married, children. And that's the 2.4 children. That's, the, that's yeah. the nuclear family. But... I broke away from that in a sense. I still had the same thing, but I don't, I'm not, a, you know, you, you don't live to work, you work to live. Mm. So I don't do the nine to five in the sense of work five days a week, you know? And people say, well, that's probably got a lot of money. No, I haven't got a lot of money. I just choose mm. to live according to my means at that point of state in my life because I'm happy that way. 
I spend more time with my children. And it's not to say, oh, ask them. I, people say, well, you know, I spend more time. You're saying that I spend time with my children. No, I'm talking about myself here. Mm. So it, it allows me to spend more time with my kids, mentoring my kids more. Um, it's just like we, we're going to get into another subject now in the sense of schooling and things like that. We homeschool. Yeah, so, so we. alhamdulillah, that's right. Yeah. And not because the school system's failing. Well, that's I don't look. At, I'm not looking at the why am I schooling, homeschooling because the, the schooling system is failing. No, I'm homeschooling so I can spend more time with my kids mentoring them. Mm. I'm not interested in them getting educated because that's going to come anyway by default. So mm. for their mental health, I would rather have more time with them. They spend more time with me. So mm. if anything happens to me, you know, then they can say, "Oh, my dad was always there," yeah. and you know, they spent they, he spent a lot of time with us to mentor us through life. You know, you, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't take a child and yourself, you wouldn't blindfold, blindfold yourself and walk across the road blindfolded, would you? No, because you get run over. But most of us are living a life like that. Although we've got eyes, we can't see. So whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually or, or, or emotionally. So, you, you, so walking across the road blindfolded would be getting your kids to no, live just life without you mentoring them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. In the mm. sense that, you, in the sense that without dean or without yeah. you know without mentor, without good without good uh, character building, without good ahlak, and everybody's doing. That. I know everyone's doing that. Yeah. I don't know any father or mother that doesn't do that for their children, but I choose to want to be a bit more involved. And I, I think that I, should I, I, be I, the I, default position because people, if they ask why well, are you homeschool, khair, yeah. you should say because we can. Yeah, and only if you can't, for whatever legitimate reason, then you can say, okay, I'll fall back on. Do you know, do you know what, brother? So man, I'll tell whatever. you something. Everybody can homeschool. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not a teacher. You don't have to be a teacher. Mm. Oh, I have no time. You don't need much time. Kids don't need mm. six hours a day, five days a week. Mm. Most of the time we're in farms, we're watching things on YouTube, they're doing crafts, learning mm. things from YouTube, cooking, you know, domestic issues, going to the museum, going to the parks, learning things, making things, gardening. This is mm. life. This is learning. And the most important, like I said, the default position is that... Like you said, because we can. Yeah. And the reason we can is because it, my personal thing, it makes me want to spend more time with my kids. And that's, for mm. me, personally, Ramiz Ibrahim, that is something that I want. Mm. I choose to do that. And I can work. I can, you know, we've all been through situations and my circumstance at the moment isn't the norm. You know, I'm a, I'm a single dad and got kids and they're not with me all the time. Mm-hmm. But I can choose to work six days and spend one day with them mm-hmm. and make more money. I can do that. And the money's there. And sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I'd rather sacrifice that and spend more time with my children. Again, I know people out there can say, well, that's because you've got more money or you can do this. No, I choose to do that. I choose mm-hmm. my sacrifice because I can. It's confidence as well in myself. Mm-hmm. And coming back to homeschooling, for example, anybody can homeschool. Just like that cartoon about Ratatouille, anyone can cook. <laughs> anyone can homeschool. And mm-hmm. it's all about confidence. Oh, mm-hmm. about the curriculum and what books do you get? And, you know, what's the council going to say? What's the school going to say? It's very mm-hmm. simple. Take a, take a breath. Sit back. You know, it's not against the law to send your kids to school in this country yeah. at all. I mean, a woman comes from the council or the local education authority to my house every year just to check up on the kids. And she's always like, this is much better than school. <laughs> we haven't had that. Yeah. We haven't had that visit. <laughs> but it's not a problem. Yeah. Because, you know, we recall what they do. I mean, mm. they're on Conquer Maths on the computer. They do the Islamic studies. They mm. go to Madrasa. They do their English. They do their, you know. But why, why should I allow my kids to be away from me and just put their, put their head in the mm. book, you know, six hours a day, five hours a day? I can, and even I, at school, I can they don't get that one-on-one interaction. Th- that they 30, get 30 kids yeah. to a class, 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's all, it's all statistics. As long as mm. Ofsted gets their numbers, that's all they're interested in. So the kids that are mm. back of the class, literally, metaphorically speaking, yeah. are going to lag behind, but they don't care about them. They don't care mm. about the kids who are willing. They're, they're, they're the kids that get our numbers up. Anyway, mm. that's, that's something else as well. Yeah, so what do you, um, with regards to your kids and health, right? What kind of oh, uh, messaging, what kind of strategies do you employ for your, for your kids and, and, and the tarbiyah that you give them? They've just popped over to have a look. Yeah. <laughs> The same. I, I try and I, I do. I am a bit. I am a bit pushy with them. Yeah. You know, I, I can. I can. I, I can be at risk of being called a tiger dad, as they call these these, these uh, <laughs> orientalists, or the oriental side of uh, yeah. of the world, where they say tiger mums and pushing the. But yeah. they're all right. I mean, look, I I'm not. I don't teach my kids. I teach them how to learn. Mm. So I hope that all the teaching that I've done about how to learn will come into place as they get older. And say, oh, I remember my, my dad told me about this. I remember my mum said about this. I remember this. I heard this and I learned this. So don't expect them to learn everything now. Mm. It's like when you tell them to do their room and they don't, for example. And then someone, and then, you know, for example, they, they, they come stay with my mum and dad sometimes. And then uh, mum says, oh, tell them to do their room. I said, mum, they're going to do it, but you've got to tell them to do it now. I said, no, mum. If you keep saying it, eventually mm. we'll click and they'll do it. It clicked with us. I'll do it straight away. And it's about teaching them what they, about time allocation. De- you know, delegating time mm. for a specific task to challenge yourself on that time frame and that's another thing that's missing in the Ummah the Prophet so people are wasting a lot of time mm-hmm. including myself you know we all, fall, we all fall into that trap but I'm very good at looking at a clock and saying what can I do in half an hour I'll cut the grass and do the, wash- do the dishes and put the washing machine on no problem half an hour done mm. people say it's like for example I, I want to put a course together called the three hour day mm. or the seven day month there's a book out there called a twelve week twelve week year, or the four hour, was it four day work week or something? I've seen that one. I've seen the twelve. I've seen the twelve. I've seen the twelve week year, and I want to do one like a bit shorter than that, so a three hour day. So what you, so what others can do in an hour, I can do probably do in twenty minutes, mm-hmm. because it's about just doing it and not worry about nothing else, concentrating on that task at hand and think about nothing else but that. By the time you know it's done, mm-hmm. but the problem is these things. Yeah, yeah. It's you, hard, uh, hard to put them down. If you get the uh, even if you get if you have notifications enabled, which you shouldn't. I have none of. I don't. I don't have. Z- z- yeah. b- I don't have none of that. Yeah. I don't like it. It just but annoys it comes, me. Because people, you need know what to that is? That's, that's, that's called control. Yeah. And I don't like being controlled. So when I hear bzz, bzz, that means it's mm. it's somebody trying to pull me just away from what I'm, I'm my tongue's at hand. Yeah. You know. When it's I was at uni, there was we did a course. We had to do like extra courses and stuff. This one was um, about, I forgot what the exact course, I think it's about time management or something, but they were talking about how notifications, and um, back then it was email and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, faxes and things. They, they, they <laughs> utilise... Yeah, my age now. <laughs> they utilise the, um, the same kind of uh, chemistry in your brain as they do when you're training a dog. You know the kind of randomized reward. What dopamine is it's, 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 it's dopamine. Yeah, and this is the this is the risk we have when kids at a very young age mm. are taking them on and they get too much they get too much dopamine and then too much enjoyment out of it. And they, they, yeah. as soon as it's like watching cartoons, turn the cartoon off. They don't want to do it themselves. Mm. Put it back on again. It's like, yeah, they're watching it eagerly. You know. So they said the the number one thing you should do is um, turn off notifications and, have, and have your own time. Say okay, between this time and that time. I'm going to look at my phone or my check my emails or whatever messages, 
and that that way you're in control rather than it telling you any time you want to. That's a very difficult yeah. thing to do. But myself, I, I check my phone probably yeah. a lot. That's because I get appointments being made yeah. online and et cetera, et cetera. So I've got to book people in. And other things, questions asked yeah. about counselling and health and things like that as well in certain groups. But the, the, the general rule is about doing what needs to be done, not doing what you feel like doing. Mm. So you, if, you watch, if you watch most of my videos, I'll always give the same scenario. And that's like if you get a, a glass of a bottle of milk and it falls on the floor. Now milk, the viscosity of milk is about 0.6 away from blood. And a little goes a long way. It can make mm. a mess. Just like blood, sometimes the cup comes off and the blood falls on the floor. Mm. And it makes a lot of mess and you've got to clean it up. That's occupational hazard. So as it falls on the floor, the first mindset and heart set says to themselves, within a billionth of a second, that's just their mind frame, the way they think. Oh, going to cut myself. Milk's going to smell glass, you know, bucket, I've got to get the mop, I've got to get the gloves. By the time they've done anything about it, the milk's turned to cheese, you know mm. what I mean? The second mindset and heart set, before the bottle falls on the floor, the bucket is already there, literally and metaphorically speaking, because that's their mind frame and their heart frame, their heart set and mindset. And the first one does what they feel like doing, and the second one just does what needs to be done. And that's why I try to inculcate in my kids, mm. you do what needs to be done. Not interested in tantrums, not interested in you do something else. I was doing this. I was doing that. At hand, something takes over. You immediately get on with it and do what needs to be done. The difference between urgency and importance. And most mm. people don't know what's urgent or what's important. They think everything's urgent in their life. Got to do this. Got to do that. Well, write down everything you got to do. What needs to be done so far in the next mm. month. And find out what's urgent and get on with that. And then procrastinate procrastination so you can, what is it, so you can delay what's important. And then as the time comes to the, the time frame that you've set for that thing that's important, then it will become urgent. Mm. And something else will become important and then urgent. Or unless something else is urgent at that time, you do what needs to be done. And mm. I'm trying to inculcate that into my kids to do what needs to be done. How do you, how do you teach that lesson? How do I do it? Yeah. Just make them do it at the time that needs to be done. I'm interested in tantrums. I'm interested in, you know, but I was doing this and I've got to do it. No, I'm not interested in that. So you go What's into urgent? the room and drop some milk or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> there's always something to do. There's always some kind of urgency or whatever. But there's nothing urgent in the kid's life. But yeah. I want them to know that utilize time is of the essence. Mm. You know, mental health, you know, pe people ask me about how do you deal with stress? And I said, right now, better than I used to be. And that's mm. because I don't get involved mentally, spiritually, physically or emotionally in a situation that's beyond my control. I've done what I can. Mm. I've done what I can. As a human being, we can plant the seed. We can fertilise. We can water. We do tuskia, remove the weeds. You can do all that kind of thing. But don't wait there and say, right, grow. No, it's got to grow, it's got to grow. It doesn't grow anything. Mm. Oh no, why isn't it grown? I want that fruit. And it grows. And you say, well, why is there no fruit? Why is there no mm. fruit? I was discussing it with the, the um, Imraj and um, Mahmoud about Qadr. Mm. You know, displacing the illusion of control. And control is an illusion. Yeah. And the reality of Qadr. Once you click that, it get, it, it's like a mind frame. It's like a rewiring your brain to understand that it's and you're not you in control. Then you keep dwelling on Absolutely. Absolutely. The Prophet ﷺ forbade us from saying, لَا أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَذَا وَكَذَا فَكَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا if only, if I only did, yeah. don't say, if only I did this, then that would have happened. Yeah. But say, Qadr Allah, Masha'a can. 
it's, uh, Allah decreed it, whatever yeah. He would whatever have happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so it's very difficult to... a healthy kind of mindset to be yeah. in. Yeah. I'm um, not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm not saying that I'm, this is how... Because the highest, the hierarchy of value for me is a peace of mind. And because of that fact, I, c- I foresee that whatever I do, it's going to cause whatever stress it's going to give me. If I'm too much stress, I'll try not to get into it and get involved in it. Mm. Plus, at my age, I'm getting older as well. I just want to calm down, do what I've got to do, and what's important in my life and what's urgent. Just get on with it. Mm. You know, you want someone wants help with confidence to how to do that. Come, brother. You know, listen. Yeah. We'll do it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out, inshallah. You know, try and help you to help you time management. I mean, yeah. we've seen a lot of um, in headlines and stuff mental health issues are on the increase, especially yeah. in young people. Yeah. You know, what's your analysis of that? Do you kind of do? You, do you, it seems like a lot of it is due to social media and and the, just the kind of distractions that people have. But for, um, for ex- look it's, it, on this on this point, Allah Alam, yani people watch other people's lives on YouTube, yeah. and I wonder where their own life has gone. Compare and despair. Instead of watching, yeah, instead of watching someone else's life, go and live your own. <laughs> what are we watching someone else's life for? Mm. Let them do what they want to do. You know, if you want to get inspired by that, then fine. But don't say, oh God, I've got to see so and so every week, see what they're doing now, and yeah. see what they're doing now, and see what they've got to follow this guy, etc. Some et kind of, uh, I don't know, irresistibility for, for yeah. people doing that. There's even a massive industry now of people watching other people. Streaming themselves while they're playing games. Yeah, um, I don't really like games. Let's, let's not get into that. I mean, I just, yeah. you know, that's but just thing. playing games is one thing, but then you're watching someone else play a game. Yeah, <laughs> you're not it's even a lot playing. Of waste. Yeah, it's a lot, you're not playing. You're not getting. You're not getting no phys- you don't know some, benefit yourself. But it's tapping into something, something there that that they feel now they need this thing that it gives ne- them negative, something. negative escapism and not knowing, not know, not knowing. Um. How to self-care. Mm. Self-care. What does that mean? Well, um, easy, easy, easier way to put it is, for example, when I was doing my the course, the counselling courses, psychotherapy course, whatever it may be, um, I was told to self-care. So, meaning to take care of my own, because you're sitting there and you're talking to someone, else, you're, you're absorbing other people's negativity, mm. and. Yeah, for every I was taught that every six clients that you do, you need to get one or two hours of supervision. So, for example, you come to me, yeah, and I find that, so man, you know, I'm feeling a little bit anger towards you. How are you feeling right this second? That the, it's a moment thing. Anger, not now, huh. not true. I'm just telling yeah. you an example. Yeah, yeah. Say you came to me for counselling, yeah, and the self care here is not to absorb what I'm feeling. Towards you, so it's like I'm feeling a bit anger towards you. We're talking about, say, we're talking mm-hmm. about you talk about father for example. We talk about your father, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, someone's talk about their father. I used you, but I'm saying someone used to talk yeah. about their father. And I said, I'm feeling a little bit anger towards you. Are you feeling a little bit anger towards me? He says, Yes. Is it because you see me as your father figure and same age, mm-hmm. and the same feelings are brought up? It's a bit emotive, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's like that. Now that I can take it away and say I've still got that anger, what I do with it? So I go and speak to my supervisor oh, about okay. it and say I felt this towards this client. And I say, how do you feel about that? And they counsel me for now and say, how did you feel about that? Is it because of you? Because it's about yeah. layers. It's about layers. Removing the layers. Kind of reset your own. Uh, yes, self care. Like for example, yeah. somebody may come to me talk about some subject I'm not really too comfortable talking mm. about. I still have to refer you because I, I want to do justice to you. It's about self care and self care yeah. and care for the for, for the client as well. 
self-care. For example, people just, oh, I've got no time to go to the gym. I've got no time to have lifestyle change. I've got, nobody has any time. Brother, I've been calling you for three days in a row. I've been busy. Brother, we're all busy. You're mentally busy. I know you're mentally busy. You're not physically busy. You're mentally busy. And it's like, it's very difficult. The stress levels are so high that brother can't even bother to reply. Mm. No malice is the fact that I understand. But sometimes when you know the brothers not, you know, can reply and they don't, eventually he goes, oh, I was going to get back to you next, like, like the following Sunday. I said, but I could be dying. <laughs> if, a, if a friend of yours, I mean, you know, I'm talking about yeah. people that you don't know. Generally, someone's close to you. Yeah. You know, I've been calling three days in a row. I could be needing you. You know, mm. I could be needing my brother or my friend, you know, etc. Oh, I was busy. I said, brother, you know, you know, I know you wasn't busy. You was mentally busy for some reason. And what's the problem? So, I mean, generally speaking, uh, uh, m- uh, most people, Muslim and non-Muslim, are not taking care of themselves. Mm. And by them having an escapism, they think that's, their, that's my me time. Yeah. But me time should be used and spent to replenish your energy levels. And sometimes, because a, the person that you're living, it could be your wife, your husband, your children, your parents, your friends, your work colleagues, your, could, they, everybody, we exchange energy from each other. Negative or positive. Sometimes you can say this, oh brother, that's, that brother drained me. Man. He drained mm. me. You know? And there's no giving back. So you've got to get the energy back. But you're going to do that by playing games or you're going to get it back by you know, watching someone else play a game or you're going to get, you know, what we were talking about earlier on. Yeah. Or you're going to go <coughs> fishing, you get to the countryside, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, go and do something that's more, uh, mm. more beneficial for you, mentally and spiritually you know, and physically. So this is something you, you, you've noticed in the community that um, something we're lacking in terms of... We don't know how to self-care, yeah. mentally, you, mentally or otherwise. How do you? How do I, mean, how you're, you're do saying, I personally? You're saying you, you go fishing or do something productive. Yeah? yeah, go fishing. We go to the farm two or three times a week, yeah. minimum twice a week, go to the park. So is we'll the issue just being with nature, being with something yeah. natural? Okay, to teach the kids sense, that. Yeah. We, plant, we planted... Uh, uh, vegetables mm. this year and then we ate them yeah. just for that fact for them for them to be doing that so do later on in real life yes and they can do that later when they get when they, they may have, they, they the, may, the kids may have an allotment yeah. you know they it's might want to get an allotment to grow their own vegetable they'll have a big garden yeah. one of my friends when he became Muslim old friend from high school he said um, you know I realised that I used to get the same buzz that I did from um, smoking a joint Mm-hmm. And that I did from just taking my little sister and p- to the park and playing with her. He got the same. Dopamine, the, the feel-good yeah. factor comes in. Yeah. yeah. So just being uh, doing something in real life rather than trying to hijack yeah. that mechanism with yeah. either drugs or electronics or whatever. That's yeah. a good good piece of advice. So going back to, I mean, you've you've been in the community for a while. What would you say are some of the the health mistakes that brothers and sisters are doing? You know, like um, too much, too to much diet, roti salam. <laughs> roti and salam, yeah. <laughs> Listen, don't get me wrong. I yeah. like my roti salam as well, but I must mm. have that about maybe f- every four or five weeks. Like mm. my murchana and sargosht. You know, I don't mind it. <laughs> I love it, yeah. but every day can't be doing that. And I'm a good cook. I, mm. I'm, I'm not a chef. I'm a good. Cook. I love cooking. It's one. Of, it's You're my, from a, a Turkish a, background, right? Turkish Cypriot. Yeah. So I love okay. cooking. It's one of, one of my big passions as well. Um, and 
it relaxes me. It's therapy for me, just like housework's therapy for me. Yeah. You know, I love it. Garden. I can come home. I can do the garden. I can do the cook. I can do the washing, and just within a couple of hours, all done. And it's just yeah. it's a bit of OCD as well. So I've used it <laughs> as a positive in a positive yeah. way. So yeah, I love cooking. Cooking's a, it's, it's great. Me and my sister, whenever we eat lemons or have lemon juice, we have we notice our knees are hurting the next day or something. I don't know if that's just a coincidence really? or something you've noticed. I couldn't say. I mean. It could yeah. it could increase the your, your knees have could have gone to a threshold of uric acid and maybe the yeah. the lemon but lemon becomes alkaline in the body anyway. Uh, what does that mean? Oh, you know, your body has acidic and yeah. alkalinity, which I mean, I've heard which a lot of this kind of stuff. But I'm not sure how scientifically kind of rigorous it is, because the thing with like YouTube and the internet is anyone can put anything out there, and if they make a convincing enough sounding argument. Start well, the 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 powers that be would, ha- would 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 have you believing that there's no basis for it, mm-hmm. but independent research, there's a lot of basis for it. Yeah. So why do we want to believe the powers that be and not? I mean, independent is, I mean, research. What does yeah. what does the independent well, research say? Your your look. Everything has to be has a pH value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your body pH has to be like seven, seven point two, seven point one. For example, let's let's go with homeostasis. Let's go with your temperature control, thirty six point nine degrees centigrade. Your body has to be. Yeah. If you get to about 40, 41, you're in trouble Yeah, to balance that out. So if your body gets acidic, there's a lot of independent research done that if it gets acidic, then it's more chance that cancer will grow and become um, uh, not benign. So when... when um, the other one. Malignant, yes. Become when, malignant. When, so when but, but the other people say that if you keep your body alkaline, then cancer yeah. can't grow as much as it would. What does it, it mean to keep your body... Acidic if you're, if you're eating like, like the brother was talking earlier like about eating too much, yeah, eat more food. acidic, or your you, what part? Do you mean your blood? We're talking about your generally your whole body, okay. your, your blood basically. Okay. So the brother was talking about not eating too much meat and going vegan, mm-hmm. for example. Islamically, yeah, Islamically, we don't have veganism. Islamically, we have a balance of things, yeah. and it's true that Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, it wasn't a meat eater in the sense of he ate meat, of course. It wasn't like had it every day. It was like a meat, you know, chop, chops and, and yeah. sag. Like sag gosh. <laughs> and in the Asian, sag on your mind. Incidentally, <laughs> for information purposes, for yeah. the Asian community, yeah. statistically, one in three, by the time you're 45, will have diabetes type 2 mm. because of the mm. lifestyle. And this statistically, mm. you know. So, um, you know, having too, it's like having too much of one thing is going to cause problems. Yeah. So you have to balance so it's like, for example, people say, oh, I had a bar of chocolate last night and I feel really bad. A bar of chocolate once a month has n- is not going to make you fat or unhealthy as much as training one hour a month is going to make you lose weight. Mm-hmm. So it's a balance. Yeah. It makes you get fresh fruit and vegetables. You know, I like juicing, you know, 90% veg, 10% fruit. And if you are on a, like they've got this keto diets and things like that yeah. now about, you know, and an intermittent, f- car- intermittent, in- and intermittent fasting. Yeah. Now you've got brothers out there that when you mention to them, why don't you fast Monday and Thursday? You know, they wouldn't, they would, they would mm. not get more involved in it. But when they, this new thing come out, intermittent, intermittent fasting, they're on it. Yeah. They're I think you it. can have water during that. Because <laughs> they're on it. That's the hard thing. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of things out there that are helpful to the body and a lot of things that are harmful to the body. Mm-hmm. Now, it's like I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on a group. I've got my own group, Health and Hijama group, and people ask me, what do you think about this? And what about that? And the people, brothers, I said, brothers, do you want to be spoon-fed? 
Yeah. This group is about me sending information for you, but you go out there and do your own research for your own lifestyle. Mm. Now, I like sour things, so I don't mind having sour cherry juice. And when I speak to other brothers, oh, can you make it sweeter? Well, I can tell that you, you've got a sweet tooth and you want to make it more palatable for yourself, but then that, that will defeat the purpose because it's like cranberry juice is fantastic for you. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic, especially for your, um, your, 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 your urinary tract. Okay. Um, so people drink... Um, so you make your own fresh? Or? Christmas time, as they say, or yeah. Christmas time. You, you buy the, I, buy, <laughs> I, I buy the boxes that are like yeah. two pounds and I buy about 10. I freeze them for over the year. Okay. So every couple of months I'll do a couple of litres and I'll drink that. If you add sugar to it, it reduces its effect, its, its positive effect on you. So you have, you're big on juicing. Um, I also have a huge on like. it, but I juice. <laughs> yeah, I, I juice. I'm, is I'm, there, look, is there a I, I, live, I try to live very healthily. So yeah, I try I mean, to do. It, what's the difference between just juicing and just eating the raw stuff? The you get more of it. Juice? You get okay. more of it. So if you were too good, if you're going to do half cucumber, you know, a couple of celery sticks, one carrot and one apple a day, that's fine. It's going to give you about a glass yeah. and a half, probably two glasses, and that's fine. But I, 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 like I have kale. Like, for example, people come got uric acid, they've got arthritis. So celery juice for that is fantastic. It breaks what down the crystal celery, celery juice. juice okay. yeah. So people say, oh, I don't like the taste. Yeah, but if it's good for you, you're going to have to drink it because it's, it's, you're not a child. And it's you know? kind so of, I, I, it doesn't taste right. It's, really. it's proven, like, empirically yeah. to... I don't like taste. You sound like my boy. You know, yeah. do you, you gotta, you gotta give and take to your own body. If it's healthy mm. for you, you gotta take it. But you say you don't like taste. But if you go to the doctor and says to you, gotta take these tablets for a whole year, you know, three times a day. You say, yeah, doc, give me three months worth as well. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I heard I one know. of your talks. You you describe doctors as the drug Le- pushers. Legal drug pushers. Yeah. They're legal <laughs> drug. Don't get me wrong. If I had to take a legal drug, then I will take it. Mm. I'm not silly. You know. However. Alhamdulillah, so far so good. I have taken them in the past, and if I have to, then I've got no other choice as a form of mm. reaching a sort of threshold and getting better and see what the alternative I can do at the same time is, mm. and it works. Then I work. I use them both together, but I'm not going to take the rest mm. of. Them. Like for example, people are on on metformin for their diabetes type two for years. Mm. You can reverse it, How? or at least attempt to. Like a ketogenic diet, you can do that. You can you can use mm. Ceylon cinnamon, not the not the cassia bark, but the Ceylon cinnamon looks like a cigar rolled up. That's got more medicinal properties for you. Okay. Now my mum, she's reduced her intake of metformin drastically. And the doctor saying, well, "What have you been doing?" She, all she's doing is getting the, the stick of of the Ceylon um, cinnamon, putting half a half a bottle of uh, uh, water, leaving it overnight, and drinking that. And the same stick, filling it up and using it for the evening, and then changing the stick and using uh, doing a fresh bottle. What does that do? Helps you about balance the blood sugar. Like for example, people on people on YouTube don't listen to people that say oh, I heard this and this and that. Listen to people who have actually used it for their own uh, an individual that's talking mm. to you. So it's helped. It's helped me. You may do it doesn't help you. Try something else. You know, the thing is but prevention is better than than cure. cure. They say yeah. yeah. And we're living the same. It's like, for example, we have the same mentality. A brother's, uh, so sometimes two brothers come, one's having it, one ha- one's not having it. So mm. what about you, brother? Oh, I'm okay, I've got no pain. <laughs> As if it's, it's, it's something you use mm. when there's something wrong with you. How about pre- prevention? So that's when you realise the importance of health, yeah. when, you, when something's wrong. Well, yeah. Like a crown that only the healthy... As the Prophet Sallam said about yeah. health and time. Yeah. You know, we, we take that for granted. Mm. You know? so it's about maintenance. So far I'm looking at... You're, 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 
your message to the community is more of a kind of combined approach to mental health, being positive, self care. You've got the hijama, spiritual health, physical, once a month, yeah, and then emotional, months, emotional, the diet, um, juices. You 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 encourage juicing. Is that just kind of just chucking a bunch of good stuff together and just blending it? Or well, there are. There, I mean, look, as long as it's to me, ninety percent green stuff, ninety mm. percent green. But then you got if you if you have issues like with oxalates, like too much spinach, things like that, it can cause you know problems, kidneys, things like that. So you want to have a balance. You mm-hmm. know, I, don't, I haven't heard anyone that's taken too much green stuff and it's caused them any issues. But it is out there. Unless they smoke it. Yeah, unless they smoke <laughs> it. <laughs> so funny. But the, the other thing is emo- emotional health. Yeah. You know, um, I'm dealing with a, 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 a brother at the moment and it's, um, it, for example, emotional, like atrophy, if you like, like emotional intelligence, if you can put it that way, you can translate okay. it. It's, it's not knowing your own emotions and dealing. Like, for example, brothers can't deal with the emotion of their first wife mm-hmm. and then they get married again they can't deal with it. they say oh but my first wife's behaving like this and what you, how had you expect her to behave in what world did you come to the conclusion that your first wife is going to accept what you're doing the second wife mm-hmm. I'm not saying you shouldn't have done it a man has his choice but he can't deal with the emotional side of it let alone it's like, for example, the, 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 the sister complains to me that when he comes there, he comes mm. when he's happy on that side, then he comes to her happy, the second wife or the co-wife. And when he's, when he's upset with the other side, he comes upset to her. Mm. So I said, what do you, what do you, what do you conclude with that? She said, well, I want him to come to me because to compartmentalise his emotions and leave it there, what's going happening there, mm. and not talk to, and not come to me and then come to me because he's coming to me be happy to see me like mm. separate everything a lot of brothers can't do that a lot of men can't do that they're the motions yeah and it's like waking up one per- one day and recognising your own how you're feeling that day and as a man we should be able to control our emotions personally speaking as well mm. you know at the end of the day we have to be you have to understand that you know we're not children mm. and we need to take responsibility and take accountability and if we can't, then we have to deal with it. Mm. Whether they get out of the situation, because you're not good at it, or you wait to a certain time where you are um, being, uh, and you're in control of your emotions. It's like tazkir, for instance, islah and force, or tazkir and force, whatever you like mm. to call it. You know, you've got the extreme, it is, or some groups, as you know, they won't mention them, but it's the groups. They like to dance to Allah. And, or more extreme, you know, I'll have Coke today and ice cream tomorrow as a, t- as a form of tazkir, you know. But tazkir in itself, or tachawuf, tasawuf, whatever you like to call it, mm-hmm. it's about recognising your own emotions at a, at a moment in time. You wake up in the morning, I feel, I feel a bit anxious today, I feel a bit anger today, Allah, you know, help me yeah. to, you know, or I'm feeling a bit, um, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to lower my gaze today. I don't think I'm, I feel I'm a bit too, a bit too, I feel a bit proud or something. Mm. Something, you know, you've got to recognise here, you know, and they, they know they don't know scientifically. Heart has forty thousand new neurons, just same as the brain has neurons, yeah, and it thinks right. and feels and rejects and it you mm. know accepts and things like that. And we, this the Western society is promoting more heady psychology, knowledge of the mind, mm. all about here, while this dies. You know, so we have to we have to go a bit lower and recognize what's happening, what is happening, mm. 
and this is the this is the thing with counselling and psychotherapy as well. To well, what's happening? How, how are you feeling at this moment in time? Right this mm. second, if you can mention me one word, how are you feeling? So let's let's talk about how you're feeling. No one wants to talk about it. And I know growing up, you know, and getting into the dean and seeing, you know, getting involved with different communities and different cultures, it's like not many people are involved in talking to their fathers in many aspects of their life, especially the Asian culture, mm. uh, which I'm very familiar with. Um, people say I'm more Pakistani than Turkish, but uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but um, or more Asian than Turkish, but. Um, you know, it's like, oh, I can't talk to my father about certain things. And I think, well, why not? I mean, I couldn't either. Yeah. But me and my father get on great now because I've worked that I've got to a certain age where I understand his mentality and what they went through to bring us up. And, you know, you know, my, my mother and father spent 26 years in the same kitchen. They had a cafe. Mm. And the last 15 years of that was, 20, was, was seven days a week. Now, I don't think of that before because I was more involved in my own desires, my own feelings, my own... Uh, um, Modus of operandum, whatever they say, mm. in my own way of doing things. And it's only when you get older and you realise and you look at your parents and you think, wow, what they went through, you know. I read a nice quote uh, a few months ago. By the time you realise your father was right, you've got a son telling you you're wrong. Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, alhamdulillah, you know, it's a time and it's a time and intention. You know, I make intention that I want to take care of my parents now. And I'm glad I am where I am. You know, I'm living in mm-hmm. my dad's house. I'm happy. I love it. I'm, to me, it's the best place like I can be. Mm. Yeah. I don't say you can be because everyone's situation is different. But uh, the best place I can be now, and I'm privileged mm-hmm. to be where I am. Mm-hmm. And looking at them now, you know, exponentially getting older. But I'm glad I'm there. You know. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel so much guilt as I did before because I wasn't there when I was younger. Mm. You know. And I came into Dean and I still wasn't there. And I got there later on. Mm. And alhamdulillah, I'm still seeing, allowing me for that. And, it's, and I say how I see it. Allah is allowing me to have this privilege and this honor about being where I am. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of feeling, like we were talking about feelings and talking about, talk to your parents and um, how you feel and how you were when you were younger and et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, I got beats by the hour, I think. I got beats by appointment. But uh, <laughs> I probably, looking back, I probably deserved yeah. it. Yeah. And this day and age, I'm not that kind of, I'm old school and traditionalist. I'm, I'm not into this or mm. I don't smack my kids. You know, sometimes they need a little snap of smack on the bum to know mm. that their, care, their, their caretaker is angry now yeah. and that he's loving now or she, he or she is loving now. So they have to know about discipline. They have to know accountability. They have to know boundaries. And sometimes the shepherd has a stick and that's what a stick is for. You yeah. don't beat them, but sometimes you give a little nudge. Hey, 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 you know, come on, come back mm. online. And it's hard. You know, and I've got an article out there called The Lonely Shepherd. It's about fatherhood. And mm. it can be hard. And, I, and, I, and now I've come out of myself and thinking about other brothers and sisters and what they're going through and how hard it is for them. You know, I've got a strong character and I'm pretty confident in what I do and don't do. And alhamdulillah. But I feel bad for other brothers who haven't got that confidence and thing. And I wish I could just give them some of that and say, look, just take mm. that and go and deal with it sort of thing. But, and it starts with self-development. It starts with, you know, mm. looking at the heart and working your own weaknesses. Nobody's perfect, brother. And I'm not interested in people's imperfections. You know, I've learned to look at my own. I've mm. done some uh, lots of very bad things in and out of Dean as well, alhamdulillah. You know, and I asked my brothers and sisters to anyone to have had to hurt anyone to forgive me for that, mm-hmm. you know. But I've come to a point in my life that I've changed. I have a huge change. I look and I think, how could I have done that? What, I- what is... 
what is that? What is it coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, again, it's tuskia, but it's a personal thing. Do you think per- something partly deep is also um, a kind of I don't want to say crisis, but a confusion surrounding what masculinity is and and what a good man is. Uh, among funny, the, you should, the, funny you should say people. that we have no criteria except the the, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I'm not saying except because that, that, that he's, he's mm. the epitome of it. Of course, Alhamdulillah. And Prophet said, but he's the he's 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 the, he's the Prophet. You know, yeah, but he's still a man, mm. and he did things as a man. Like he was a prophet, but you can still do and take on board that whether you want to or not. That's something else. Mm. And if only say that as well, it's like it took me a long time to bring out the inner man out of me. You know, being in school, being bullied a little bit, bullying mm. as well, getting into fights, getting in that, and looking back and looking at people's characters, saying, "I want to be like that," and bringing it out of you, mm. you know, and bring bring a state of being, a state of mind, you know, and we um, and also in the counselling world, we have something called psychodynamically, which which is which is it's Freudian, mm-hmm. but I'm not interested in the Freud's other side, a psychosexual side. I'm more interested in the side that you're. Oh, is it Freudian? Sounds like a, yeah. uh, it sounds psychodynamic, and the philosophy is that your childhood traumas, positive, negative uh, situations, shapes you as a man or as a woman mm-hmm. growing up and becoming an adult, and they manifest themselves. And looking back, I'm sure yourself, Saman, as well, you've you're recognizing the oncoming transition. Oh, there's something happening now in my life. And I've come to a point in my life, my age, I can't see another transition. I can't see it. And it's allowed me now to live just day by mm. day. Make Tawbah at night time. Do as much good as during the day as poss- possible. Dunya and Akhirah. Uh, you know, praise Allah in the morning and do, do what you can. And then that's it. I don't get, in, I don't try to, I mean, I've got some goals, of course. Mm. Got goals and future, you know, future, future wants and needs and things like that. But I'm not like, you know, anxious about things anymore, you know. I'm more anxious the fact that sometimes my boy doesn't sleep at night time. He just annoys mm. me. <laughs> I get more anxious about that than I do about anything else in life, you know. Alhamdulillah. Any you think that's because of just age and experience, wisdom, or possibly something I'm, uh, Possibly. I'm not saying that I've. I'm, Is I'm, it all I'm the wise you're drinking? <laughs> <laughs> coconut water, probably. <laughs> you know, but um, I'm not saying that I know I'm just giving you about my life and I don't mind if someone can take something mm. take the good from it and leave the rest you know it's not it's, this is my life not no one else's mm-hmm. and if a person can take some of my confidence and mm-hmm. um, use it for their betterment then why not I, I used to get a lot of well I still get sometimes brothers and sisters calling me say oh my brother my father wants to take me back home and get me married to my cousin blah, 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 like forced marriages and I tell them straight I, I am not advocating you being respectful to your father but what I am advocating is that you are being respectfully assertive mm. and you say mum dad I love you both dearly but this marriage is not going to happen I don't want to marry this guy I don't want to marry this, 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 this woman who you say I liked her in the womb metaphorically speaking obviously <laughs> you know that you say mm. you just made a promise to someone and you're, and you're afraid to lose face but I'm your daughter mm. and to put it bluntly and in perspective, you would never get some stranger out there to copulate or have physical relationship with your son or daughter, would you? Mm. Then what makes you think you can force someone that you know can do the same? 
You've just brought up your daughter and your son with all the blood, all the sweat and all this. And the mm. only reason that you want them to conjoin with somebody else is because you made a promise some time ago. And then what happens usually, is I find... Is that still an issue then? Can or is yeah, that something it is. No, no, it is. the previous generation suffered with? It's getting slower. It's getting, you know, mm. it's, it's reducing because of the, of, of the older generation probably passing away. Mm. And then you've got a first generation that may have the same kind of attitude and that changes. So people are going by the mm. book more. By the Quran and Sunnah, which is great because the younger generation, mm. Islam is for the youth, and we have to inculcate into our youth, you know, skills and good mentoring to mm. be able to carry Islam. That it's, it's like it's like uh, the relay in running. Yeah. You know, quickly take it. You know, I'm going, pass but you take time. it, pass it on. You do better with that one than I did, and you do better with than they do. They do better than they did, and mm. versa versa, and keep carrying, keep carrying on like that. Mm. You know, I'm a very straightforward person. I like to see. I like to say how it is. Some people like me for it, some people not, don't like me for it, but I'm interested because I'm not doing it for you. I'm not doing mm. it for you. I'm doing it for the sake of Allah. And if you like it, alhamdulillah. If you don't like it, mm. alhamdulillah, it's not a problem. But truth doesn't respect nobody. Truth is the truth. So whether you're black, white, Chinese, green, blue, Muslim, non-Muslim, the truth is the truth, mm. whether you can take it or not. And a person that can speak the truth to you, you should keep hold of. Yeah. Let's put some perspective. Not someone who's going to massage your ego and tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, well, that's right. Mm. I thought about. It. I thought as much. You don't need that. Mm. You need someone to grab you and say, give you a couple of slaps. Say, wait, wait, wait. What's happening here? That's a brother. Because at the end of the day, if you, someone, can't tell me where I'm going wrong, and you're telling my love for the sake of Allah, I don't need you hanging around with me. I need you to grab me and say, well, what's going on here? What's going on here? Then I know you love me for the sake of Allah. There's no point. Oh, I love you for the sake of Allah, but you can't marry my daughter because you're black. <laughs> I love you for the sake of Allah, but you can't marry my daughter because you're white. Mm. Well, I love you for the sake of Allah, because we're both from Pakistan, but sorry, you're, you're, you're a barber, but I'm a Chaudhry, I'm a Rajput, you know, I'm a Lando, and I'm you. Do you know what I'm saying? What's the point mm. of saying for the sake of Allah? You know, that, that thing is disgusting to say that mm. to someone, but then when it comes to the point of proving that Allah puts you in a situation to prove it, you fall short. Mm. So it's all, you know, we're dealing with a lot of things. So we need, we need strong men in Dean to be able to grab the bull by its horns and do what needs to be done and not what they feel like doing. Mm. You know? So going back to the beginning, so you're, you've, you're, you advocate a very uh, seemingly holistic kind of approach to health and well-being. So you've got the emotional, the spiritual, the, the, the relationships. Um, the, the, you mentioned hijama, you mentioned, uh, you know, being active. Let's just uh, wrap up on some practical stuff about diet now, uh, in terms of you know nutrition and and your views about that to to the community at large or to and to myself for example as as giving giving some advice you know where would you uh, what what advice would you give for 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 just the community to be more aware no, no, of, no, of nutrition no. and what we get from food? Okay, let's put it this way, because um, a lot of us are in that regime of kind of. Eat three times a day and just like a regular. It's a cycle that you've learned. Cycle, yeah. Um, put it this way: when couples come to me for um, counselling, and I ask them, "Do you do you communicate?" Yeah, we we talk. I said, "I don't ask if you talk, if you spoke or you talked. I know words mm. come out of your mouth. You talk, but do you are you left that you've communicated what you feel? The same as when you have a plate of food. When somebody comes to me. And for health and hijama or whatever, nutrition mm. or whatever. And I said, Do you, are you getting nourished? Yes, brother, I eat. I said, I know you eat. 
But you look on a plate of food and say, is this nourishing for me? Or you just feel mm. like, or you're just feeling the desire of the pangs of hunger. Yeah. Just to stop that feeling of, of, of just eat something just to stop that pangs of hunger. Or are you distant enough to just what goes in your mouth? Because you are what you eat, right? Mm. So if you have this desire of health and you really are truthful to that, then you will do that. It's like for some people growing up, eat your sprouts. I hated sprouts. <laughs> but I love them now. Mm. And not because of taste as well, but because they're good for you. You know, so I make sure that when I cook for the kids and my parents, whatever, I'd, I'd, we cook. My parents are better cooks than me, obviously. My dad's cooked for years, mm. and he we make healthy food. Mediterranean more simple diet. Mediterranean diet. Yeah, we mm. have a lot of. But don't get me wrong, Mediterranean olive we still have oil. stews. Yeah, we use a lot of olive oil, definitely. Mm. But I, I just, I personally speaking, I wish I, I'm going to put more fish into my diet now. I do love fish, and I would put that more in my diet as well. And people like to have, um, you know, you should have, is oily fish. Mm-hmm. People have like salmon. I have salmon every every three days. They say every every three they have salmon. Mm-hmm. Which salmon do you have? I prefer you to buy wild salmon, so you can buy that from Costco's, which is already fr- fr- frozen at sea and packed and everything. That's all done because it's at sea. If you buy the salmon now, three ninety nine a kilo, you, you're buying farmed fish. Mm-hmm. No, I don't eat that. I don't eat that. I, if I'm going to eat fish, I'm going to eat sea fish like um, even though it's been snappers. Frozen. Hmm? Even though it's been frozen, it's not about frozen. It's about far- it's about being farmed or not. Mm. So I'd rather have wild fish. Mackerel is fresh, is fr- and I'd rather get frozen mackerel. Why? Because frozen at sea. By the time it's fresh, mm. it, come, it comes to, it comes to the port. What two weeks later? Then it goes to the to, to the big uh, warehouse. Then it goes from there to Billingsgate. Then it comes to the shops. Then it comes to you. It takes longer time, period of time. So I'd rather mm. have it frozen at sea, because it's just out straight away. They're frozen. All the yeah. nutrients are still there. Um, brothers have come to Bengali brothers. Oh, we have fish. Mm-hmm. We have like a bowl and halisha and rahu and all that. I said, I know all the fish, no problem. But I won't touch that, the barge pole. Because one, it's halisha. No, halisha is not a problem because it's, it's seafood. But I don't know how that is. Is it farmed in the sea or is it caught? See, I don't know. But, you know, a bowl and rahu especially are yeah, from Thailand or Bangladesh and they're just like farmed. And there's a lot mm. of a lot of chemicals that are put in there, steroids and then antibiotics, whatever, to pesticides, et cetera, et cetera. Now, so I said, if you're going to get rahu, which is carp, you like then buy it fresh from Europe because it's fresh doesn't doesn't it takes doesn't take time to throw how long it's a frozen fish but how long has it been frozen, frozen supply chain yeah mm. you know so it's it's that you know if you can if you can eat something eat the best of mm. it eat the best of it you know when I buy fruit and veg I try and buy as much organic fruit and veg as possible yeah oh it's expensive okay. well, it's about 20 30 pence more a packet than it is non-organic so an organic meat, for example, this is very important as well. People want organic produce. Mm. Organic means for fruit and vegetables that they haven't been sprayed with pesticides or otherwise. But or they haven't been animals, sprayed with artificial pesticides. Yeah. But other, uh, on the other side, with, with the live animals, they have, they have, mm. organic means they've been given organic feed for the, for the last three or four months of their lives. Mm-hmm. Like there's all, they can get, you can get halal organic free-range meat out there. Yeah, mm. but the organic means the organic side of it is means that they've been given organic feed for the last three yeah. or four months of the, to fatten them up for the farms to make money. Understandable. But I mean, I saw an organic then, chicken; it was eighteen pounds halal once. Yeah. <laughs> so, bit, but arguably, if we eat more of it, then but if you buy that once or down. twice a year, what's wrong with that? Mm. I know it's eighteen pound expensive, but why not? What if you can do mm. eighteen quid? You know, if you get a parking ticket, you pay for mm. it. So why not? <laughs> I always use like to use that line. I was telling you right there. It's true. 
you know. Yeah. So it's, it's not like you're paying, buying a chicken every week, 18, 18 pounds or 64 pounds a month for four pieces of chicken. Yeah. And if you and you work out how many chickens you can buy, but these chickens that you buy for like 10 for three quid, uh, three for 10 pounds, mm. you ask yourself that, why are they so cheap? Frankenstein chicken. Frankenstein chickens. <laughs> you know, they've been, they've been fed and pushed and, mm. s- and injected to grow, you know, to quickly. Just supply the, dem- you know, supply the demand, as they mm. say. So, and free range is what you want. Mm-hmm. So I buy, so for example, you know, if you're going to buy, if you're going to buy the choice in organic and free range, they're separate. I'd always buy free range. Mm. I'd always buy free Why range. Because free range, they've worked when they've eaten that, that natural stuff. But if there's organic and free range, I'll buy it, no problem. Yeah. But if it's organic and not free range, I'll think about it because mm. I know the process, you know. Yeah. So vegetables and fruit and vegetables, not a problem. There's no spraying yeah. involved. But with the um, animals, then there's something else. What about some of the kind of things from the sunnah that you've come across that are good to consume? Figs. Mm-hmm. You know, figs. No, I like to eat the fig. I like to eat the figs. Yeah. I like to let, get my figs a little bit ripe to get the juice out of mm-hmm. it. You know, and it's very, very nice, and it's, and and it does work. It's very, it's fantastic for, um, you know, bowel movements and yeah. things like. It's fantastic, and it's very healthy for you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go into you know vitamins and supplements as well. Apple yeah. cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. Raw, gonna, organic apple cider vinegar. I was going to get some on the way here and do, yeah. do a few shots, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, apple cider vinegar. You can make it at home if you like. And it does go through the fermentation process. It has mm. to. And yeah, we do know, but what about normal vinegar? People say, what about normal vinegar? It's, it's not haram. It's going through the process, et cetera, et cetera. But obviously we know that, you know, if somebody's expediting and, and forcing the alcohol with it by adding yeast and sugar, then the final product of, mm. alco- of, of uh, vinegar is not allowed for you because of the process, et cetera. But apple cider vinegar is fantastic. Well, why would you use that? For, 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 do you for just some drink people it it's neat I want to use it neat because after a while you're, it's going to affect your throat, your lining of your throat. How do you take it? Um, I don't drink just it as much it as I should. Must, I'm going to yeah. be honest with you because I don't like the taste, period. But I do take it. Like I'm not, I don't like mm-hmm. it, I'm going to take it. But it's not, it's not very nice. But I do like to um, mix it with warm water and honey. And, it's, and it, then it tastes very mm-hmm. floral, like a floral drink. Okay. The same with cherry juice. You can buy mm. you can you can buy organic concentrated organic uh, um, cherry juice, which is fantastic for arthritis and uh, blood sugar and things like that as well. This kind of stuff, if you just um, give it a fancy name, sell it for ten pound, you can do it down down the road in Shoreditch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Drink and you mentioned that some as well, like, you know, cocktail. olives, olive oil. You know, mm. he said al uh, khal. You know, he's the best condiment. He said the Prophet some said. You know, and what's al khal? Olive oil. Khal is vinegar. Vinegar, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So at the time, so what? So what was he drinking? What vinegar was it, though, brother? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I suppose it was natural. I don't think that. I don't think there was. It was vinegar, like off wine, because it's vengar, isn't it? French is like it's, mm-hmm. it's off wine. So it's that's what that's what vinegar used to be. Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know how the Prophet they used to make it in them days. They said the best condiment is is vinegar. When he went to mm-hmm. Aisha's Radhanath's house, I said any food. He said no, but we do have. Vinegar and some bread because that's the best condiment. Mm. So dip in the vinegar, and that's what we like. The Mediterranean diet, not just Cypriot, Turkish, but the whole Mediterranean. Mm. They make salad with lots of olive oil, lots of lemon, lots of vinegar, and the juice. End the juice. They dip the bread and then drink, eat the bread. I love that. So it's, mm. the, it's the final product of of a salad that you make. Mm. So olives, 
you know, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. You know, we're fortunate enough to come from Mediterranean. We bring it from Cyprus yeah. fresh. You know, we know the we know the farmer, if you like. No way to ha- hide it in your luggage. No, it, we, <laughs> we, guess we we bring in like uh, yeah. so it comes over by courier or by yeah. freight or something. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's like balance your life mentally, physically, mm. spiritually, emotionally. You know, don't get involved yeah. too much. It's going to cause you stress. If you're a person that's always stressful, you can't do counselling. Mm. If you're a person that's always stressful, you can't deal with other people's emotions. You've got to get yourself strength, strengthen, mm. strengthen your own emotions first before doing somebody else's. Okay. You know, because everybody's got a, everybody has a iceberg, and people are people are only showing so part some part of their iceberg that you can see that's visibly see, seen or felt. Mm-hmm. But you have all this vastness of a person. So this is why it's not, it's, we, we, judge, we judge people by face value. I don't really know mm. you. Mm. Yeah, I know you. This is it. Mm. And I can't sit there and think, well, he's probably like this, or she's probably like that, or he like that, or they like that, whatever. Until I get to know you, then, I feel like, well, then, then you realise that 99.99% of the time, when you get to know someone, your first reaction to this person's wrong, yeah. good or bad, because their demeanour will come out. They'll, they will trust mm. you enough to show something about themselves. Not everyone has to know the goodness of you, mm. or the badness of you, for that matter. Mm. You know, So... If you you know for, for being a counselor or being you know a mentor whatever you want to be you've got to know your own iceberg. How do, if I don't know my own, how am I going to help you with yours? Mm. You know? Very interesting. That goes so, with everything else, diet yeah. and everything else. Mashallah. Exactly. Like to carry on, but barakallah. Uh, I mean, uh, normally uh, me at this point. Um, I invite our guests to come and have a burger or something, but something tells me that that's uh, no. Of course, I'd have one. No, I'll definitely have one. Yeah, on your cheat day, inshallah. No, yeah. I'd have one. Monday. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'd, I'd like a burger because I don't mind. Sure. I, I don't feel guilty having a burger yeah. because of my normal diet is fine. Alhamdulillah. You know. Alhamdulillah. I feel guilty. You know. He's just trying to get out of getting me a burger, having buying me a burger. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking, yeah, I've got a brother who's healthy, so I don't have to offer him a burger. <laughs> uh Okay, Zaklachar for watching, brothers and oh, sisters. Yeah, this is the end of this podcast. So I've been your host, Salman Bhatt. This has been our gracious guest, Ustad Ramiz Ibrahim. Um, if you like the podcast, uh, give it a like and a share. If you want to uh, participate in the conversation, um, have uh, have a go at some uh, comments. Uh, if you didn't like the podcast, then uh, take it easy. We, uh, we we have very fragile egos, so be be careful about that. Uh, we're just a reminder we're also on the wherever you get podcasts inshallah on the iTunes Google Store uh, Google Play Store all that kind of stuff so yeah um, download it there give us a good rating uh, inshallah and help spread the message Jazakumullah khairan Assalamu alaikum If you're ever in East London around Brick Lane make sure you drop by Quaker Street Coffee and Bowl Tea for some wonderful tea and coffee quote the Islam 21C unscripted podcast and you'll get 10% off uh, uh,